That's no moon. You may fire when ready. I've got a bad feeling about this. I am altering the deal. Pray I don't alter it any further. You must unlearn what you have there. You felt a great disturbance in the force. I suggest a new strategy, Art. You underestimate the power of the dark side. Because of the laws in the state of Illinois, I have to inform you that you are being recorded as of now. All right. Welcome back to another edition of Enjoy Star Wars Responsibly. I am Nova Mortis. I've got our special co-host again with me. Connor, I want to thank you very much for joining me a second time. This is really going to be a great show. We've kind of teased it. Uh, the last couple of days, I, I know we spoke about uh, doing this show for a while. Um, I just had to kind of catch up. The last time we did it, you were you were already caught up, and uh, I needed a little extra time to catch up with the Darth Vader Marvel series that uh, has been uh, a spectacular read now that I'm caught up, right? Yeah, it's a great read, man. It was a great series by Soul. I've got a couple of. Let's jump right into it. First of all, like, what is the, what today is the twenty third of January. You know, if you're not a comic reader, uh, it's interesting because uh, the story really uh, has taken off. What were some of your first impressions, really? Of of uh, let's let's get specific here. What what were your first impressions of of uh, Darth Vader number twenty five after you read it? It was very world between worlds esque. That's that a, Rebel, that Rebels episode. That's a great way of describing it. Um, it, yeah, it was like it was it this to me it was the Solian, as I like to say, Solian version of World Between Worlds, which I didn't mind at all. It was very weird. I really liked how his spirit, literally the first panel of the comic, is his spirit leaving the suit of Vader, and he's just walking through this locus of the dark side yeah that was uh that was a pretty powerful image and i love the way it was portrayed uh you got the uh his body almost looked like like muscle tissue and then obviously the limbs that he's missing were were in white uh so that's that's pretty cool the iconic young anakin vader phantom menace poster that like pretty much everybody knows i loved how he was able to integrate it as a part of the story. Yeah, that's uh, that's one of my talking points. It's um, it, it it kind of brings new meaning to that shot uh, from the Phantom Menace, and and obviously we didn't we didn't actually see that in the Phantom Menace. It was the poster, the the pre release poster. But uh, what uh, what an ingenious way to bring that image back, right? Oh yeah, man. Oh yeah. Yeah. So uh, starting uh, the beginning of Vader twenty five, we've got the castle that's being constructed. And for those of you who, uh, well, first of all, if you haven't read twenty five, then just turn turn this off right now. Go get yourself either a digital copy or go down to your local bookstore and get uh, uh, Marvel's uh, Darth Vader number twenty five. If you haven't read it, uh, highly recommend it. It's very. Um, I was. Talking to somebody on Twitter, it's it's very open to interpretation. So it's it's one of those uh, books, one of those stories that really uh, gets people thinking. So yeah. uh, and so both of us obviously have read the book. So the the castle's been constructed. Uh, what's his name? Momin. Mom, yeah, Lord Momin. Momin has been seemingly defeated. Vader's gone to hell and back for for his chance to see this this fortress. And, uh, you know, the purpose of reuniting with his dead bride uh, 
Padme Amidala. What do you think of the overall concept of Vader's continuing desire to, to, to bring Padme back or see her again? I mean, it's a continuation of Revenge of the Sith, pretty much. There's a lot of there's a, there was a lot of aspects that turned Anakin to the dark side, but definitely the main one was Padme. Yeah, um, it was almost like he you know he he turned to the dark side for for a good reason. He wanted to save somebody he loved, but it kind of backfired on him. No. Yeah, it's a pretty good way of saying it. Yeah, and you know the um, have you got a chance to have you gotten a chance to see that uh, the Vader fan film that we were talking about last time? So yeah, in, I did. Yeah, in that film. You know, so, uh, soon after his resurrection of sorts, Vader goes hog wild when he learns that uh, Palpatine could not save Padme. And th- I'm talking about the the story in the in the fan film. So, do you feel Vader's obsession in both the fan film and the comic book is is justified? Yeah, undoubtedly, man. I thought the fil- I thought the uh, the comic did it way better, but yeah. both of them, I thought they did pretty well with justifying Vader's undeniable rage with Padme being dead, which is understandable. Yeah. I mean, you, you lose a loved one. You're going to be ticked off. I, th- I think it was portrayed pretty well. Um, but yeah, you're right in the comic book. Let, uh, let's get back to the comic book. So there's, um, he's walking through. What is that? Is that uh, like the, you mentioned uh, world between worlds. Uh, he goes in through the portal and he kind of walks through what, like an, uh, a series of images and these are images that yeah. we've seen before in the in the films, right? Yeah, I think to me it ties into the Yoda quote from Empire when he says, "Through the Force, things you will see: the future, the past, old friends long gone." Yeah, I, I didn't think of that about that, but that's so, that's perfect. Yeah, and... it re- it really just came to me today, and I was like, "Wow, that's actually a really perfect quote to tie yeah. into this wow. story." So and we know at that point because of uh, the rebels was it the rebels or the Clone Wars cartoon where you know Yoda, so Yoda's kind of he's already been and seen a lot of things through the Force. So he's telling Luke and and you know not so many words about his experiences. And this is what we're seeing uh, Anakin slash Vader you know experiencing himself after he walks through these images. You see. Uh, it's cool because you see a lot of things that we saw as an audience. We see him uh, from the Phantom Menace. We we see lines and we hear dialogue from from the the films. Uh, there's a shot. Uh, there's a sequence where you know we kind of relive the Vader Ahsoka battle, which was pretty cool. Yeah. And what else was in there? Um, so when he gets past all of that, the first thing that we really see is. Uh, Shmi Skywalker, Anakin's uh, mother from the Phantom Menace, and uh, there's these lines. The you know the frame, um, the panels are are really well drawn, and there's these words within the the panels, um, where it's leading up to uh, the line where where Shmi says there was no father, and uh, that line was said by Shmi in Phantom Menace, and it's repeated here. Then we see Palpatine messing around, you know, messing about her pregnancy. And obviously the the idea is that uh, Palpatine was able to create life out of nothing. Like like Shmi says, there was no father. It's unnatural. 
Um, what do you, you know, and I, I always thought that that was what Palpatine was telling Anakin in, in the opera house about Plagueis creating life, right? I could definitely see that because I think it was George. I think Lucas wanted to put that in there, but I forget why he didn't reveal that like Plagueis or, or Palpatine was the father of Anakin. Yeah, but um, Palpatine is, I love his character. He is, to me, he's because of everything that has transpired, he's one of the most powerful characters in the Star Wars uh, galaxy. Oh, he's a great Sith. He's he's so like full of himself, and but he's he can back it up mm-hmm. with his power too. He's patient. Uh, somebody that oh, patient, yeah. uh, cunning. He he's like a master chess player. He puts all the pieces in place to set the stage for, for creating this, this empire. He's just, uh, very patient. Like I said, so that, you know, then we get to that shadow of, uh, little Anakin, uh, dreaming. We don't know it's a dream yet, but we see that shadow of Vader, the, the Phantom Menace poster. And then Anakin turns around and Vader kind of lunges at him from the shadow. And, uh, obviously now that image has taken a new meaning and it's we we figure out that it's a nightmare because he a little Anakin walks um, or wakes up in a cold sweat, and uh, you know his mother is there to comfort him. That that was a great sequence too. Yeah, I just love the one scene where he says "stupid sand." Oh my yeah, I was just uh, <laughs> flipping through the pages too, and I I saw that too. Yeah. That was uh, that was pretty funny. That was that's, I don't know. That's just such a good cut, good deep cut right there. Yeah. So then we get uh, Anakin again walking through fire, relive, reliving his childhood here. We see scenes from the past. We see, uh, again, We uh, I think this is when we see Ahsoka. Um, so again, images and the words, um, we start to, to see the words, the truth that we cling to depend on our point of view. That's very iconic in the Star Wars galaxy, obviously. So first, and it's it's interesting because I didn't notice it the first time. So the truths that we cling to, and then there's a shot, and then uh, Vader is looking at the, the first shot. It's the shot of the castle on Mustafar. And then the panel cuts to a front shot of him as he's looking, and then back to his point of view, and it says, depend on your point of view. And now instead of him looking at the castle on Mustafar, he's looking at the Jedi Temple on Coruscant. How, how telling is that? What do you think of that? Wow. Yeah, wow. That's, uh, that's really telling because I just realized that too. That's a really good um, visual way to put it, to put that quote into perspective and to ground it into something at c- concrete. Wow. I, and again, I, you know, I, I read this the last time we did our podcast, um, you know, a couple of days, a, a couple of days after that, I grabbed the, the comic book and I was reading it and then kind of absorbing it, uh, gearing up for this. But I just noticed that sequence of shots just uh, last night. And I wanted to make sure that we talked about it because um, I think it's important. I think uh, uh, one of our followers, Ali K, had mentioned, uh, depending on your point of view, many truths that we cling to, you know, depend on the point of view. And uh, that's when it, you know, obviously that's when it hit me. I guess a lot of people, a lot of people have seen that. You know, it's it's important how uh, in Star Wars um, that uh, is is prevalent. 
the point of view of things. Exactly. Oh, yeah. So then he relives the battle. There's there's a battle scene, um, like kind of like a dream sequence. I can only imagine how this comic book would have been uh, produced live action because there are so many great images that are drawn that I can't imagine how how they would do the the visuals of especially this battle when he sees all the Jedi that he killed. Uh, Yoda, Mace. I mean, everybody's there, and they start battling it. Do you remember that? Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm looking at that panel now. I really love that because, to me, it symbolized. It really took into. It really took the "let the past die, kill it if you have to" quote into a new meaning with this, and it also, to me, symbolized uh, his extinguishment of the light from Anakin. Like to me. Him killing off all the Jedi is also Vader killing off the Jedi part of himself. Oh, that's a good... The light side. Yeah, that's a great observation. Yeah, he kills... Even, like, Yoda, who isn't even... Who's still alive at this point. So, yeah, I mean, that's a fantastic sequence. So then he enters the temple or, or the castle, and this is where, again, it gets trippy. He sees Palpatine and Obi-Wan standing side by side at the top of, uh, of the staircase. Um, and then you read in that same panel, I am your father, which, again, is very, very trippy. What did, uh, what did you think of that? Yeah, it was very, it was very weird. But I didn't realize it until tonight that those two guys saying I am your father, that kind of makes sense because to me it's symbolic that they both say it because they were both father figures to Anakin in some way. Wow, it's it's almost like you're reading my notes. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've got in, in a way both of them are Anakin's father. It's, uh, yeah. Father figures. Almost two sides of the same coin, the dark and the light. And the light. Oh, good point there. Yeah. So they fight. Palpatine seems to overcome Obi-Wan, and then he turns around. Palpatine turns his attention to uh, to Anakin. And uh, it's unclear here, but it, it seems like Anakin kills him or, vanqu- you know, knocks him down and he doesn't get up. And this is when... Now, If do you have the comic book in front of you? Yeah, I do. So does Palpatine... I can't remember. Does Palpatine hold his hand up right before he... He, he does. So it's Palpatine telling him either don't come in here because the next panel is 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 Anakin uh, finally reaching his destination, which is Padme. So it's very interesting that he he holds his hand up. Palpatine is basically telling him no, don't don't come here. And I'm just no, I'm just realizing that now because I, I wasn't sure if his hand was up or if he was reacting to Anakin's powers of some sort. But mm-hmm. uh, my interpretation is, is, is interesting, too, because to me, he's Palpatine saying, don't, you know, you don't want, you don't want any part of this. You know, go away. Um, but then that's when Anakin kills him. He uh, walks through that door, and um, lo and behold, there is Padme. Um, and I, I think uh, since you're looking at it, where, where is she? It looks like she's on that uh, ledge where they got married, no? It does look like that, yeah. but or where, yeah, I don't know. Or was or is it the ledge that um, 
that Anakin woke up in that cold sweat. Um, oh, on Coruscant. It, it looks familiar. It looks familiar to that. Yeah. Um, so, I yeah. think so because she also has like that outfit on. Yeah. Like the blue. Mm-hmm. So it's probably Coruscant. Yeah. So, um, and I think I, were they on Coruscant? Yeah, they were on Coruscant. I thought they were on Naboo. They were on Naboo for in episode two, but yeah. she had like a white um, yeah. outfit on. So let's see here. So here, here, okay. So I mean, this this issue is great because it keeps on getting trippy, trippier and trippier as the pages turn. Oh, so yeah. here's Padme. She turns around. She basically tells him, "I, I can't go with you." And Pal- or, uh, Anakin's like, "Come on, let's go. I, you know, I, I've got you. I'm here. Let's go." And Padme's telling. Anakin, I don't know you. Um, I can't go with you. Uh, something like that, right? And then she, yeah, she says, and, "Why? I don't know you." Anakin Skywalker is dead. Wow. <laughs> and then, and then she just falls over the uh, the the edge, doesn't she? Yeah. This is where I need a little bit of help here. She she falls, and obviously he yells, you know, the, the no, no, no. Um, yeah, he says, not again, yeah. I won't let you go. And then it cuts to her. But as she's falling, though, it's it seems like she's uh, kind of like disintegrating or something, right? Yeah. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's like some of the, one of, like a dark side lightning bolt or something. Is yeah. just, she's starting she's to uh, like become skeletonized almost. You can kind of see the, the frames in between. You see, you know, she turns around and she's falling. She's got the red glow and like uh some sort of red um lightning yeah and uh and then she's gone in a blink of an eye um it's interesting um so the more you know the more we get into this story i mean it seems like anakin is anakin's in and i'm realizing something here now as we're speaking and i'll bring this up this has to do with my last point on my list here um which i think i'm i'm really you know talking this through is is really helping um helping me analyze the story so here's another trippy interesting part um what did you uh think of the image of luke coming out of the blue kind of mist it seems like he's holding or he's obviously holding his lightsaber because he ignites it but he it seems like he's got his bespin outfit on what it does, that? yeah, yeah. I can see it right now. Yeah. At first, when I read when I first read this comic, I was a bit confused as to who that was, and then I thought to myself, "Wait, that's that's got to be Luke. There can't be anyone else significant to Vader on the light side." Uh, with this, I just found it. I think I found it significant because a it shows to Vader that you're going to meet your son soon, even whether you know it or not. And B, he, there's still light in you. Even if you think it's extinguished, there's still going to be, there's still light in you and it's going to be extracted. I had another thought. I feel cold. That grace is strong. But the dark side of the force the domain of evil it is. And you must go. What if this is 
Luke's battle in the tree on Dagobah from the other perspective. Vader's perspective. Oh. Oh, because it's the dark Wow. Okay. Okay. I, I got to think on this one. I just thought of that. Wow. Cause yeah, because like, he it, has the same yeah. outfit and everything. Yeah. And I'm thinking and then why... With the, yeah, I can see why they chose to show Luke, but why that outfit? Yeah. I was thinking, And like, when well, he's why? getting extinguished, that could be when, from Luke's point of view, when he strikes yeah. Vader. That uh, Wow, that's okay. That panel that, uh, that Luke ignites yeah. his lightsaber, and then it says, boom. Yeah. And um, then Vader wakes. So he gets up. He's no longer the spirit form. He's back in his suit because you can tell, you know, the, the he's waking up from the from the ground. Um, so that that's very interesting. So, wow. So now I got to go back to that uh, image. I got to ask other people uh, about uh, the Luke Vader uh, tree thing, because I think that's um, I wonder if that is what the author uh, intended. And I wonder if other people have uh, thought of that, because um, that's yeah, this is the first I've heard of it. Now here's the thing, you know, you mentioned world between worlds, and 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 something like that, uh, a scenario like that would probably make sense because again, it's it's that battle, but from Vader's point of view, dreamy. So oh yeah, it's interesting. So um, what happens after that? You know, somebody had pointed out when 25 came out, somebody had pointed out that there was a castle image underneath the explosion of the um, uh, of the castle. Can you see I that? I did see it. I... Or is, is it. or is it an image that you, you strain to see and, you know, we, we see what we want to see? I can, I think I see it, but I'm not like 100% sure on yeah. it. I can see what the guy. I can see what the guy's talking about, but yeah. I'm not sold yet. Right. Neither am I. But you know, there are uh, real world instances where one religious temple has been knocked down in uh, play, and 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 in its place, another religious temple has been, you know, uh, built on top of that. So that's and that's the story with uh, the Jedi Temple. There used to be um, on Coruscant. There used to be like a Sith Temple, and then that was Underneath, destroyed. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's probably where people are getting that idea. Um, I could see it, but again, it's like one of those things. Like, it's do you want to see that, and that's why you're saying you see it, or is it actually there? Um, but uh, I, you know, I can kind of see it. Depends on our point of view, man. Oh, yes. So at this point, you know, we're, we're basically towards the end. Palpatine asks Vader if the truth that he learned on Mustafar, was it worth it? And is, was it something that he needed? Is, is it what he needed? So Vader says, and this is the last panel, which is great. Uh, Vader says, yes. So I want to examine... Uh, and ask you, what was the truth that he learned, and why did he say yes? Because, to be honest with you, when I when I first read it, you know, without really just at face value, um, I didn't understand. I didn't know 
what truth he learned, what, you know, why is it that he needed that? Um, obviously he was looking for Padme and wanting to get her back, but, um, what are your thoughts on, on Vader's answer? Yeah. Um, yeah, I was just as perplexed as you. I had honestly no clue what he was trying to seek and what he said yes to until legitimately like two hours before I I probably figured it out. I don't know. This is just my interpretation because in the end of issue 24, he says, my destiny is my own. And I'm pretty sure it's his destiny is he wants to figure out like what is his place in the galaxy. Yeah. And on top of that, try to save Padme. And when he can't save Padme, I think he just accepts the truth of Anakin Skywalker being dead and Vader being resurgent in his place being this dark side metallic black figure right. death incarnate basically for the dark side. Yeah, I think I think Vader went in trying to see if there was still a place for him as Anakin Skywalker. And when all of that when when those images that he was shown demonstrated to him that that you're right Anakin is dead now there is no more Anakin now it's Vader that those were the questions that he had and everything that he saw in the visions pretty much demonstrated to him um that Anakin is no more like you said that Vader is you know Vader is here and that that's really what he needed in order to go forward, whatever whatever forward was, whether it was redemption of Anakin or continuing to, to be Vader, yep. uh, like you said, he says that his destiny is his own and he needed to find that out. So, um, yeah, I was very confused at the beginning, but uh, I think going through it uh, like we just did is has helped me um, understand. It's really great. Oh, yeah, same here. The idea literally just sparked in my head, and I'm like, "Oh, this this is this could probably probably be it." I'm definitely mentioning this on the yeah, show. Yeah, but it's funny because uh, you know, uh, last night I read the the comic book again, and then this afternoon I kind of did it again just to kind of jot some notes on there, and uh, I'm glad I did because I think um, I learned uh, a little bit more about uh, this spectacular issue um so you had some questions from uh from your group no uh, i did yes yeah go ahead what was the what's the first one so the first one came from eric ellers ellerson of the alliance of Star Wars fanatics and he asks do you think that the spirit of anakin remained dormant in the force until the end of return of the jedi after vader clearly pushed him aside at the end of the issue are they the spirit of anakin and vader that separate this was a robust question it was and you know i think um i think at this point when vader 25 happens maybe they are that separate but i think that's what i'm thinking too yeah until the end of the uh, until the end of return of the jedi i think it's it had been a while um at that point that that anakin was no more um because yeah, I I don't think 
I think Vader was Vader at the time of Return of the Jedi, and maybe at the end, obviously, when all, everything happened. But uh, I think, really, this is the point in, in Vader's history where he accepts, like you said. He accepts that he's no longer Anakin, and uh, at that point, it's Vader forward. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that's pretty much what I said, yeah. because I said yes to the first part, that it remained dormant in the Force, because this issue and this entire comic series is pretty much Vader coming to terms with his destiny as a dark side user. Yeah. And sure, there might be like flashes of his light side in, you know, before Empire and before Return of the Jedi, but they're mainly extinguished by his own darkness. Yeah, I agree. So I still have to read the um, Gillian Vader comics. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think they're set. They're set between A New Hope and Empire. That's cool. So. so the second question you had, uh, where did that come from? That also came from Tal Swift. Um, and it's from Daniel Van Rye. He asks, do you think Anakin's spirit was inside the dark, inside the dark side of the force itself um, during this issue? And uh, yes, undoubtedly. Yeah, I mean, I would... I would say yes as well, but I would I wouldn't know why. Um, only think... only to the fact that maybe both Anakin and Vader were searching for an answer, and I think that's why we see Palpatine and Obi Wan as two sides of the same coin within that vision. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just thought of it because uh, I think Vader in a few issues back before this one mentions how Mustafar is a quote unquote dark side locus. So yeah. that's, that's definite right there. Yeah. And then the, uh, the last question from Jack, uh, I'm going to butcher his name. I'm going to butcher his last name again. Jack Krysik, Krychek. I think it's Krychek. I could be wrong though. He asks, how would you convince a movie-only fan to read this comic? What would be your pitch to the, to them? Um, sh- I mean, short and simple. Uh, if it's a character that you love, uh, I think it's worth picking up the, the, the book, the story, just to find out his motivations. Because I think when you dive into you know the additional material... It gives you new eyes when you go back and see the older films, I I think. Don't you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Undoubtedly, man. They really give these... Uh, wow. Lost my train of thought. The comic series really gives new meaning and context to the films. And, the, and everything else, honestly. Yeah. yeah, I just... What did I say? I just said basically... I would ask them if they love Vader and if they want to know a lot more about him after Revenge of the Sith, then this is the comic they're looking for. Yeah, definitely. definitely. You're fulfilling your destiny, Anakin. Become my apprentice. Learn to use the dark side of the Force. This guy asks, if Rey was born of the Force... She had to be born physically from a mother. It's pretty obvious. 
This issue shows Palpatine messing around with Shmi. Ray needs a Ray still needs a mother like Anakin did. Did Palpatine learn what Plagueis taught him? So, yeah, I, th- I think we covered that a little bit. We talked about how uh, Plagueis created life out of nothing. So, yeah. I mean, it, you know, if we're going to talk about Ray, um, and she has no parents, the only real uh the the only realistic way for her to have no parents is is finding out that she's a clone because obviously you can grow her yeah. in a in a petri dish you know to say the yeah. least whatever um but that's the only way that i can think of story-wise that they can get out of having you know having ray need a mother or you know or a father for that point there's yeah. no i mean there's no other way like you know, like they said, um, even Anakin was born. You know, he came out of somebody. Exactly. So if uh, if Johnson and JJ are really sticking to no parents, then I don't know how else they're going to do it. If it's if she's not a clone. To me, with this whole parents thing, I think she has parents. They're just nobody. They're just you know, not significant within the story. So she was definitely born from a mother. It's just, she wasn't born from like Kenobi. I was about to say Kenobody because someone, I forget (laughs) who. (laughs) Somebody, um, I was on a different podcast and someone mentioned that, oh, raise a Kenobody. And I just lost it at that point. That's pretty funny. Um, so she was definitely born from, from a mother, but, just who? I mean, were they filthy junk traders buried in uh, buried in the Jakku desert, or were they still on Jakku, or just you know? I don't know. I mean, yeah. we'll hopefully find out. And then, uh, did Palpatine learn what Plagueis taught him? Uh, yes, un- uh, undoubtedly, because Palpatine says in Reven- Revenge of the Sith. Unfortunately, he taught his apprentice everything he knew. So, yeah, you could definitely surmise that Palpatine learned what Plagueis taught him. Yeah, and uh, when that line came up, and um, I had mentioned before we started the show that everybody went crazy over that image where Palpatine is, you know, doing his little magic finger thing on on Shmi's stomach, and you see the, you know. Um, the the force kind of creating life there everybody was like oh no oh my god but i i've always thought that i've always thought that uh, palpatine either palpatine or plagueis was the one that created anakin from nothing and and because my you know my theory is pretty long-winded um with that i think plagueis wanted to create a powerful body because he realized that he was dying and I think in the expanded universe, Palpatine kind of did the same thing when when he tried to clone Luke. Um, if you're not familiar with the expanded, um, the dark, uh, it's a dark empire. Dark empire, yeah. So yeah, that, I know about that. That um, that storyline kind of came into play with 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 my theory. Um, so yeah, I mean, I I didn't freak out. I realized that uh, you know I saw that and I thought, oh yeah, that's that, that's a given. Um, Palpatine or, or Plagueis is the one that uh, that did that because they said it in a movie. They said it. Yeah. 
Um, and then a second question from Digital Salsa. He just wants to know, A, our thoughts, of vis- our, our thoughts on the vision of Luke, and then Palpatine is seen messing with Shmi's pregnancy. If Rey has no parents and is born of the Force, potentially, she still had to come out of somebody, right? We answered the one part, the Rey has no parents thing in the first part. She has parents, they're just not sick. It's not significant, yeah. so she had to be born out of somebody. With the with Palpatine messing messing with Shmi's pregnancy, um, Matt Martin of the Lucasfilm Story Group has stated that the panel in question is quote just a metaphor for the darkness surrounding young Skywalker, and is not meant to be taken literally, meaning that Palpatine isn't the father of Anakin. So, because he mentions that. When that hat, when we get to that panel, Shmi is already pretty pregnant by yeah. that time. So she's, it's just a metaphor, really. That's what he says, which I, I can definitely see, but I definitely thought that, oh, okay, Palpatine probably had something to do with Anakin's birth. Yeah. That's what I thought, honestly, at the first time. But I wasn't like freaking out about it. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. I think, so. um, I want to believe it's misdirection the metaphor reference because again when i turned the page and that was happening i'm like oh yeah that makes sense um yeah so yeah that's 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 interesting that's interesting like like if it's revealed one of these days so like oh plague create like honestly the more i think about it palpatine or plague wouldn't really be the father of anakin it would really just be the force because they're not physically creating Anakin. They're using the Force to create Anakin. So, I don't know. It's I'm not going to get into it, but I think it's just really, okay, the Force is Anakin's father. Yeah. So, we're getting into Immaculate Conception type yeah. stuff here, which I'm completely fine with. So, um, yeah, we'll find out more uh, this December when uh, Episode Nine comes out. Uh, I heard oh, yeah. a uh, somebody was reporting that... Um, that uh, Hayden Christensen uh, will reprise his role as Anakin somehow, and um, I think that would be cool. Oh, my gosh. I would love that so much. That would not only be a fantastic way to tie in the prequels, because I remember J.J. saying that, like, this film's pretty much going to tie all three sagas, to all three trilogies together. So not only would... Yeah. Yeah. So not only would that be an amazing way to tie in the prequels to the sequel trilogy, it just it would make sense for Anakin out of all people to I don't know, talk some sense into Kylo because Kylo's pretty much on the same path as Anakin, potentially with the whole redemption arc and everything. And then, you know, Anakin, you know, brings out some pointers like, Hey grandson, uh <laughs> You're kind of you're kind of not uh, on the same path as me. I'm just gonna nudge you over to this side so we can get you on the right track. So I don't know. I I, I think that would be cool. So yeah, he's uh, JJ has quite a tax before him to be able to wrap uh, and tie everything together um, because of course uh, you know it's the. Uh, Skywalker saga, Skywalker story. Um, so it's very interesting. I mean, it's going to be sad. I'm going to be sad because oh, yeah. 
you know, this is the culmination of uh, really kind of a lifetime of of uh, of such a great epic story. It's uh, and it's coming to an end this year. Um, yeah. You know, not to say that uh, you know that this is also this is very interesting because it's also the beginning of new Star Wars stories with the, a lot of the TV shows coming to light, uh, Disney streaming. So, you know, out with the old, in with the new, uh, it's kind of uh, bittersweet, but... Uh, it really is. It yeah. really is. Awesome. All right, uh, Connor, thank you very much again for a wonderful discussion on Vader 25. Like I said, um, it's quite a mind uh, trip, if to say the least, don't you think? Yeah, that's, that's, put, that's one way of putting it. Yeah, but um, yeah, this is always, uh, always fun, talking Star Wars and... Uh, yeah, just... Guys, just letting you know, if you want to reach out to me, um, you can reach out to me on Twitter, at Chiquiti Conman, or you can find me on Facebook, admin in the Alliance of Star Wars Fanatics. We are a group that celebrates positivity and just celebrates the whole franchise. Promote what you love, we just leave out what you hate. So, you can reach, reach me out to there anytime, just if you want to talk star wars with me i'm more than happy to talk and star wars is the best star wars this is the enjoy star wars responsibly podcast i am nova mortis connor thank you very much for joining me on this podcast it was a lot of fun connor we'll see you out there in the galaxy this is nova mortis signing off